0: Two, one, boom What's going on, Kim folks? It's your host, Keone G I was called Yoni, but we ain't going by that no more Anyway, welcome back to the Key to the City podcast This is episode 20, man We're moving right along I appreciate everybody that's been tuning in Supporting your boy Showing sure appreciate it, whether you like it, sharing, it, comment, whatever you're doing to spread the word. You didn't have to do it, but you did, and I showed sure enough appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I appreciate my last guest that we had on, uh, Mr. Zach Wallace, the Hines county circuit clerk. I apologize for the technical difficulties we experienced on that one, but we'll post him later this week, audio only. And, uh, you know, technology is a wonderful thing when it's working, but sometimes it don't work. And then you got to make other moves. So it's all good. We appreciate that king anyway. And uh, just like we brought you Zach Wallace, we're going to continue to keep hitting in your head with high quality content, high quality guests. And tonight is no different. Uh, we had a king on the last episode. This time we got a queen and we continue to talk about voting. You know what I'm saying? This election coming up. Y'all know we got work ahead of us, things to do. And uh, I got the boss lady with me today. She's gonna break it, everything down for us what we need to know. Uh, she's gonna tell us how she fell into this role, um, and just uh, what more that we can do to make our voices heard. Uh, you dig that? So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to introduce to you the Hines County Election Commissioner for District Two, the Queen Tony Johnson. What's going on, Queen?
1: Good evening, good evening. Listen, uh, I appreciate that welcome and um, I'm glad to be here. I I appreciate the relaxed setting uh, and so I'm ready to get down to business and inform and educate our people Um, and I'm just glad to be here. Glad glad to you for uh, reaching out and of course having a platform of this nature for us to come on and share information and I hope it's very informative to people that are listening. So, Kudos
0: well, you thank man. you, thank you, and uh, my audience is pretty smart. I'm sure they're gonna be ready, open ears to hear the information and gems that you're gonna drop on us today. Um, so once again, thank you for joining us. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with yeah. Key to the City. Uh, so for those that, that don't know you, give us a little information on your background, where you're from, where you attend school, things like that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so first, I would like to say I'm born and raised uh, here in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, okay. from the west side of Jackson. Now, the west side is the best side. I know people have the church they claim, south, north, uh, but I was born and raised off of Duna Vista, or on Duna Vista off of Robinson Road. Um, I attended okay. Jim Hill, Bailey Magnus, so I'm, the west side runs through my blood completely. Um west yeah. side of town helped raise me. Um, so after I graduated high school, I attended Bell Haven here locally. I didn't leave. Um, just just felt the passion, and need to just stick around um, yeah. and, and, you know, give back and to contribute to the people that helped raise me. And I think it's paying off. Um, I have roots in Bolton, Mississippi. Uh, my father's side of the family is from Bolton. He was the first black county patrolman. So back in the day, wow. before you had sheriff's deputies, uh, there were like county patrolmen that that patrolled the rural area that uh, that was unincorporated.
0: Mm. And
1: so back in the 70s, he was the first uh, black person to fill that position. So I kind of fell into it, I think, by blood. Um, I Mm. love history and English in high school. Those were some of my favorite subjects. I did mock trial. Um, And so I got into politics because A, I think I'm I'm relatable, I'm good at it. But B, uh, I understand the power of policy. So we complain about a lot of stuff. We talk about Mm -hmm. this, we talk about that. Um, but the key to that is having policy that makes our lives better. Policy as in voting laws, policy as in tax laws, all of that is policy. So that's the way you effectively change the situation that we complain about. It's having some key people that look like you to understand the struggle at the table to change those policies.
0: Facts. Uh, yep. what, what was your major at Haven?
1: So that's interesting. You know, I, I was talking about my daddy he old school. So he said, look, you better go to school and major in something that can make you some money. Uh, I was good with numbers. So I was a business major with uh, finance, and then I switched to political science. Um, So I did the numbers, worked for the Department of Revenue, but my passion was always policy, uh, mock trial, and so I worked on campaigns, um, city Mm -hmm. of Jackson, so county races and state races. And one day, as I was building myself, I took a leap of faith. I was like, Lord... This is what I want to do. This is what I'm good at. I'm just gonna trust you. Uh quit my job, my 8 to five at that time and say, Hey, I wanna work. I want to work full time and uh running campaigns because there's an election here in Mississippi every year. Somebody running for something. Um and that's mm-hmm. what I did and mm-hmm. hadn't looked back since. So um that's what I that's how I got here. I'm a mother of one son, a little king, uh who's in mm-hmm. the fourth grade, and uh, I'm raising him. He has been raised around the political arena. Uh, from neighborhood meetings to campaigns. So he probably been knocking on doors since he been two. Uh so if he chooses to go down that path, good for him. If not, I'm gonna support him either way.
0: You seem like you were like a uh one of the serious children coming up. Did you play a lot or were you about your business focused neutral? I
1: was, I was I, well in the classroom yes, but I was I was hell on the political on the other side. I I, I got suspended, I fought because I was outspoken. Right, um, right, right, I always right. felt like if somebody did something, I'm like that now, you know, we're not going to go back and forth. We're just going to square up. And so that that side kind of <laughs> got me in trouble sometimes. So yeah, I was good in the classroom, but you know, I would get into a little trouble, a little, you know, just being curious. Uh, mm-hmm. But I always spoke up, and I always kind of led from the front, um, being right. outspoken, and, and challenging teachers' policies, and even people in, in leadership then, so yeah.
0: Do you teach your son to do the same, like questioning things?
1: I absolutely do. We are working on that. He um he's a little more uh introvert than he get that from his dad. Um, Mm -hmm. But we're working on it. We're working on it. Like you got to speak up and speak out because if not, people will run over you. So yes.
0: Facts. My pops told me that a long time ago, man, it always stuck with me. Mm -hmm. Um, how does one like? What was your path to election commissioner? I'm sure that wasn't your first position. And, uh, it
1: actually was it actually what? was this was the first position that I ever ran for and I was very fortunate to win the first time around but it was a knockdown dragout and I'll, I'll get to the elements of that so I've always been an advocate for voting and I get that from my father when I was 18 he uh, retired from the sheriff department he walked me down to the um, circuit clerk's office we filled out our application and I vote I've voted in every election since I turned 18. So Megan mm-hmm. Evers is one of my favorite uh, people of all time in history. And one of his quotes that I always use is, our only hope is to control the vote. Forget all that posting, forget all that talking. You control the policies and what goes on when you elect the right people to put them at the table, period, point blank. That's what mm-hmm. I believe in, um, and that's what I stand for. So when I went, started voting, I started noticing issues at the polls, like people's name being left out the book. Um, people not being trained. And so I'm like, why is it every time I go to vote, we keep having the same problems? So I was like, whose responsibility is it to make sure these problems don't happen? Um, mm. Everybody wanted to throw it on a circuit clerk. At the time, it wasn't Zach. Zach is my home. <laughs> it was Miss um, Dunn, I believe. Yeah. She was the person that served the longest. And I'm like, well, no, I started digging. When I When I have questions, I read and I interpret policy and I read some more ran up on the election commissioners. Well, they work closely with the clerks. They don't do the same thing. They actually run the elections. They hire the poll workers. We do training. Uh, We make sure that the machines are running correctly. Uh, We order the ballots. I don't know if you remember several years ago back in Hines County, there was a ballot shortage in one particular precinct. All of that falls on the election commissioners. Um, And so with me having a taste for policy and politics, I decided What better way to uh, correct these issues than running for something and correcting the problem? And so I want to shout out all of my young people, even older people, um, that that's what you do. When you see issues going on, other than talking about it and making noise, that's cool. But if you really want to be a change advocate, dig off into that and find out what you can do. uh, If it's running for office, if it's challenging the policies in place to change it. So at 28, 29, I decided... Against my uh, parents' will, they're like, you finna run for office? Why? What? Mm-hmm. You know, you're a single parent, you got a son, you know, this, this, and that. And I'm a woman. I'm a black woman. Mm-hmm. We just celebrated the 100-year anniversary of the 19th Amendment. The 19th Amendment gave women the right to the vote. vote. Right. And so, we just have the right to vote, let alone it's not many of us that run for office and actually hold elected positions. Mm-hmm. I was like, they were like, you ain't 30 yet. You never run. Who put you in? Nobody put me in. I saw what was going on and I decided to run. I put in a lot mm-hmm. of hard work. End up going to a runoff and shoot in November of 2016. Became the youngest election commissioner in Hines County to take that position. Um decided to run for supervisor in between that was unsuccessful. And so I came back to the commission they work hand in hand. And so this time we're unopposed. We'll be going in for another four years with no opponent. Uh so keep wow. grinding, keep doing the work, keep doing the work. And so that's what got me to the point I am at now as far as an uh, election commissioner. So hadn't always been easy, it won't be easy. Um being in, in black and being in politics, sometimes we fight amongst ourselves
0: mm-hmm. instead
1: of trying to look at the overall goal. So I would definitely speak to that. We've had those issues. Um, but you just gotta be persistent. You're going to have to tell me no 10, 11, 12 times uh, right, before right, me right. to move on <laughs> and right. leave you alone. And and particularly if I know there is some law or a code or something legally to back me up. And um, that's why I tell people, read and know the law for yourself, especially whatever field you're in. People attract you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and I tell I tell black people, the same laws that apply for them apply for us, good and bad. Uh, so don't let them disproportionate <laughs> And only work mm-hmm. for them and not apply for us when it's something beneficial. Can't let that happen. And so, a lot of times, that will make you a target. Um, I got some people that look like me saying, well, you know what? You know, you. know They say you're doing too much. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> uh, exactly. And if what I'm doing is right and it's legal, uh, we're going to keep moving forward.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the 19th Amendment. I was actually going to say this question towards the end, but... Uh... I might as well go and get it out the way. We always hear about how uh, our people, our ancestors went through so much just for us to have that right to vote, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and to have our voices heard. Do you still believe that, and I'm only assuming this, that you do as an election commissioner, Mm -hmm. do you still believe that voting is the most effective way to create change in America?
1: I do. I do. I believe um, I don't believe that's the only effective way. Right, 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 right. Still believe it's at the top because they, they, as you see now, they fight us so hard for us not to be able to do it um, because mm. they know it's as simple as if we can rally together and stick with good numbers and move in positive numbers, and we can we can move some things. Uh, Mississippi has one of the highest rates of black elected officials here. Um, across the country. If you do the research, we've got more black elected officials here in Mississippi anymore. Now, I know we still have our struggles, but that tells you something. that we can organize in the right way, we can elect the right people and people of color. It's just a matter of when you get in there what you do. I still believe that, but I also um, in my full-time job, I work with education policy. And it, that's a lot of behind the scenes research, tedious work. But we understand if we can get laws passed to help make uh education better and easier, then that's what matters. And so mm. that like I said again, you can't do that without having the right people elected and, and working with the people that actually passed the laws.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, I know that some of my peers and people I associated with, the twenty sixteen election kind of left a bad taste in their mouth as Very far as vote, Voting in general. They feel like the man can just steal the election if they want to. So what's the point of me even, you know, what do you say to people that think like that?
1: Well, I say, look at the war instead of a small battle. Okay. Uh, Because we have to do things in steps and increments. And I'll be the first to say um, it's long, it's long suffering. Policy, politics and change is not a popcorn solution. Um, And I think us as millennials, and we got to just be patient. I know people say that, uh, but it's really taught and demonstrated in politics. Um, And when you're trying to advocate for change, you have to mm-hmm. be persistent. You got to keep the faith and don't just let one small event, which is the battle deter you from the war of the overall problems. I mean, the civil rights movement didn't happen in, in four years. Fact.
0: Uh,
1: the, the Montgomery bus boycott lasted over a year. And so mm. I think that we, we get uh, impatient quickly. I do it sometimes, uh, and we give up too easily. We just got to stick with these things and keep moving in the right direction. So I would tell them, focus on the war and not a battle. Just keep going. We have a second chance to redeem ourselves from from 2016.
0: Right. And you said they are throwing out all the stops to try to keep us from voting. Uh, I'm not a political scholar, but I try to keep up with it. What's the issue around the, uh, the mail-in ballot? Issues. So
1: this is the thing with the mail-in ballot. So Mississippi, we don't have uh, early voting. In some states, you get a time period, let's say 30 days. Mm-hmm. In that time period, it don't matter if you cripple, it doesn't matter if you black, white, it doesn't matter if you're going to be in town on election day. That particular state allows you to just cast your ballot for election day by mail and be done with it. Um, a lot of people... Uh, with the Republican part, I'm just be honest. Conservative Republicans feel like that's a way that people can cheat. Well, any system you can cheat if you got the right people in place. But mm-hmm. statistics show, out of millions of ballots, there's only maybe four or five hundred that have st- shown that have been, you know, tampered with. So mm-hmm. most of the people that vote are honest. We, as election officials, myself, Mr. Wallace, across the nation, across the state, uh, we take our job very seriously. We are trained. Uh, we take an oath. So when we're handling and dealing with, um, you know, with the ballots and things like that, we're going to follow the law and make sure that we're doing everything by the book. Um, so I think that's the narrative they throw out there. Uh, when, I, when we talked about 2016, we've got to be careful about uh, the influence, what we see on social media and what we hear and what we listen to. Because believe it mm-hmm. or not, all of that plays a role into how we think and the things that we do. Uh, we got to hear from the right people, people that look like us, that are representing us and doing a good job. Um, mail-in voting, you mail your bills in, you mail in applications, your ballot isn't any different. You just got to trust the system. And for the things, people that try things, I mean, there are consequences for those. But for overall, mailing in your uh, absentee ballots, I would say that system is pretty soundproof.
0: So what is it that Trump is trying to do? He's trying to... Uh like with the post office in regards to... Right, voting. he
1: is he is basically trying to stop mail-in voting uh, oh. during this pandemic. During this pandemic uh, in yeah. the African-American community, I know here in Hines County, we are pushing our our African-American people to get to the polls through mail. You mm. know, instead of exposing yourself to a possibility of COVID-19 um, or dealing, dealing with other things, we are pushing people uh for the first time in a long time to vote vote by mail, vote absentee. And he's aware of it. He and his cronies, I'm gonna put it like that, they are mm. aware of what, what we're trying to do and we're organized. So if what way the better way to throw a monkey wrench in if, okay, you telling everybody to vote against me by mail, let me just stop the mail from running. Let me just shut off more postal locations or make it harder so you have to drive around town in hopes that you'll get frustrated or Give up and just say, I ain't gonna work that And so that's what he's trying to do. I've never, I ain't that old, but I've never in the history heard of any president uh, trying to obstruct the polling vocation or close down a postal system less than 90 days before a federal election.
0: Facts. Right. A couple, and, uh, couple
1: of weeks ago, he he threw out. I did an interview about he was gonna postpone the election. Well, you don't have the authority to do that. That would take an act of Congress. Right. So there was some buzz about, oh, is he gonna? He can't do it. So all those tactics are things that they do to try to throw us off. That's what I said. we got to be careful of what we listen to, what we believe, and where the information is coming from.
0: hmm. Yeah. I had uh, I just saw a post right there, uh, Mr. Wisher say. He, he don't know how you feel about trusting the system we we'll is just kind of piggybacking on, on what I asked you earlier mm-hmm. uh, and like I say he's in my demographic and uh, peers that I'm around and uh, some of the reasons why they're saying that because people that are in the same position as you such as Jones County Election Commissioner Gail Welch she put out a statement that says uh, the blacks are organizing and having all kind of events Everybody else should vote. First of all, who is everybody else and how they separate from the blacks. But uh, when you got people that think like that, that's kind of like, oh, what do you say about that?
1: So the first thing I'll say is there's an association of election commissioners across the state. Gail Welch, unfortunately, is a part of that association because she is an election commissioner. Um, Mm -hmm. I wrote out to our president, who is a black gentleman out of Madison County, I said, hey, these statements are racist. We denounced them. We need for you to put out a statement saying that we don't support this as a body. Didn't hear anything from him. The second thing I would say to that, if you know people in Jones County that have lived there for over two years and that would like to get involved in this process, I don't think Gil Welch had, a, um, had an opponent this time. But guess what? She will in the next three years. I would say that we need to call on our networks and people that live in that area, get them mobilized, educate them on what it is they can do, run against her next time and put her out of office. Because we do not need people with their mindset handling your votes, handling Thanks. the election process. Period point blank. And so right. unfortunately it happened and came out after the qualifying deadline. And so that's why I tell people, we as black folks, we, have, we don't know because we have lack of knowledge we don't read. We got to be up on our deadlines, on policies, on qualifications. Because sometimes mm-hmm. we just get beat on simple things because we just don't know. And so wow. I will tell somebody now, which I have said, your opportunity now is to start mobilizing in Jones County. So in, in three years, because we have staggered terms, some of us serve three, some of us serve four. There shouldn't be a Gail Welch in that particular city. Mm-hmm. Enough is enough. Yeah. and so I tell people watch them closely people on election day uh, uh observers are working for certain campaigns you have every right to sit in and see what's going on even before election day um, my office Zach's office we're open book a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff is open to the public because we are a governing body minutes laws how we spend our money you just got to come down there ask the right questions and actually see things
0: we need and to be so proactive. I would
1: say to mr Wesley, Come on down, I mean, you know, call us on our bluff or put our money where our mouth is and come come look, come see, come ask questions, get copies of things um, and know how to process work. I would say be patient, you know, uh, you wanna speak with me, you know, set up an appointment, but look, these elected officials, these public entities, we work for you all, y'all tax dollars pay us. So a lot of this stuff, people try to not be inclusive about, that's, they're breaking the law, that's not the case. Um, come on down and see. That goes from city council, your county offices, as well as state state offices, your legislators. These things are uh, public information and I just encourage people to use their platforms like yours to inquire Mm -hmm. so they'll know.
0: Yeah, we just need to be more proactive as citizens. We need to
1: be more proactive, man. You know, we want a job or we're trying to do something. We go at it full force. So I I, I would say apply the same attitude when it comes Mm -hmm. to uh, government locally here. Mm -hmm.
0: And outside of the current administration doing what they can to block uh, votes, we also have to maneuver around uh, the pandemic, COVID-19. What are some things that voters should be aware of voting during this time, during this season, election season? Um,
1: I would say the first thing, um, because most of our seasoned voters and poll workers are older, they're in that uh, category where they they're kind of more susceptible to to get COVID if they, you know, if they have underlying conditions and they're older. Um, I would encourage them to to vote by absentee. And I want to explain because my mom is over sixty five, and I assumed that she knew this, and she did. We had a conversation yesterday. If you vote absentee, that doesn't mean just by mail. You can come down to Mister. Wallace's office uh, during the day between eight to five, and on some Saturdays, and vote early then. He doesn't have yeah. to mail it in. You can come do it during that process. If you meet, if you're 65 years age old, if you got a um, temporary disability, you're going to be out of town, call Mr. Wallace and say, hey, what conditions do I meet to come down here and Bo, early? you can actually do it in person. You don't have to sit at home and mail it. Now, I'll say that coming down is still not as hectic, and you won't be exposed to as many people as you would on election day. Because you don't have as many people coming in and out of his office. So my mom didn't know that. She thought, oh, I thought vote absentee meant only by mail. I said, no, ma'am, you can come and vote early in person at the clerk's mm-hmm. office as well. So I want people to understand that. If you can't okay. get out the car, uh, call in. They will come out to assist you. And so that's mm-hmm. a 45-day window, which we can capitalize on getting thousands of votes. Uh, in, 20, in 2008, when President Barack Obama went uh, winning the office, Zach and I pulled the numbers. There were over 7,000 absentee ballots cast here in Hines County. Now, we wow. didn't have a pandemic, but over 7,000 people either voted by mail, when they called to request the ballot, they mailed it back in, or they came down in person and voted between their 45-day period before the actual election day.
0: So we need so, to have that
1: so, yeah, same wanna, um, Yeah, we need that same injury if not more, because we got more at stake. We have more in state. Mm-hmm. You all can do that. Um, I want to talk to people that think they have disenfranchising crimes, a marijuana charge, um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, assault charge or things like that. Unfortunately, Mississippi is a state they have not updated these laws since 2009, um, and these are the crimes that if you've been convicted of them, you are not eligible to vote. And I want to read okay. them off really quickly. Okay. Uh, but I also want to let people know if you don't hear anything that I'm reading. And i can send you this um this flyer it's on yeah, my social do. media handles that you can repost um if you're not convicted of one of these crimes you can register to vote uh, arson armed robbery bigamy bribery, embezzlement extortion uh felony bad chick felony shoplifting please take note that if i don't say felony in front of it it just means if you're convicted of it and if you've been convicted of a shoplifting charge and it's not a felony charge You can still vote. Uh, Forgery, larceny, murder. I want to clarify that. That's murder, not manslaughter.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, Obtaining obtaining money or goods under false pretenses, perjury, uh, rape, receiving stolen property, robbery, theft, timber larceny, unlawful taking of a motor vehicle, statutory rape, carjacking, um, larceny under lease or rental agreement if you have been convicted of any of those, um, you can't vote. However, if your charge was not adjudicated or if you had it expunged, come on down and get your votes back, get your rights to vote back. Um, you can do that as well.
0: Man, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, you able to see your graphic up there that I got there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can see. It.
0: So y'all take a look at that. Uh, those that are watching, um, Shanta, she's actually in Hines County. Um, so you see that question but there. These
1: disenfranchising crimes, uh, are you still are you all planning a voter awareness campaign in Jones County? I believe there may be some other entities. If she shoots you with inbox with her contact info, I can possibly link her to some people that may be um well I know that are doing some work in those areas in Jones County.
0: Okay. Anything we need to know about the types of machines that are being used or polling. Oh uh, yeah, we, we
1: here in Hines County use uh we use paper ballots. It's it's just a checks and balance. It's a computer system with a uh, memory stick as well as a paper ballot. So if this the computer goes down, you got the paper ballot. If the paper ballots catch a fire, you got the media stick. It's just a better checks and balance to make sure that people are being accountable and to make sure ain't no funny stuff going on. Um, I wanna talk about uh, what we'll be looking like if you decide to vote in person. I want people to understand that uh, we're prepared. I don't want you to be scared. Uh, everybody's going to have on PPE. If you don't have a mask, we will provide one for you. Um, we'll, we'll have uh, sanitizer, wipes, uh, Lysol spray. We're going to make sure that people are spaced out. And we're going to keep uh, no more than probably 10 to 12 people at one time in the precincts. Um, and that's just mm-hmm. to maintain the CDC guidelines. We don't want to bunch everybody up. I am not disenfranchising or trying to suppress the vote. I'm not that person. But we got to keep people separated just for right. their health. Um, unfortunately, okay. you know, the legislators, the state of Mississippi, did not make it easier to vote by mail uh, during this pandemic. They could have just said, hey, during that 45-day period, anybody for any reason can go down there and cast a battle of mail. And they didn't do that. They put stipulations on it voter suppression. But we got to be persistent and use platforms like this to tell people. If you mail your ballot in, and I'm sure Mr. Wallace said it, some of them have to be either notarized or witnessed in order for it to count when you mail it back in. You know, mm. like I said, we get beat on the details sometimes, the small thing. Mm. You can't, I saw some float around social media saying you can get your ballot and just walk it to the precinct. False. The same way you get that ballot is how you have to return. If you call and request it to be mailed to you, you got to mail it back. Um, if oh. you go down to the clerk's office during that 45-day period to vote in person early, you got to cast that ballot there. You can't you can't take it with you. And so these mm-hmm. are things that we got to understand and educate our folks on so we'll do it the right way. And it's a lot. They intentionally yeah. design this to be confusing, so we'll just say, man, that's too much. Don't, even, don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do Maybe. that. We got to condition ourselves to shoot. Keep going, man. Just keep going. Bring you a chair. Bring you a bottle of water. If you <laughs> have to wait outside, I want people to be very patient. You got to bring your ballot ID. And I want to uh, pinpoint this um, really quickly. Um, as we're training, I'm telling my poll managers, I've heard people complain about this, and I want people to know I hear you. Um, I've observed it, and I'm, I'm correcting this. Some poll managers um, look at people's IDs, right? I might have moved to Texas two years ago and came back this year, mm-hmm. living in Hines County registered to vote. Well, my ID might have a Texas address. The poll mm-hmm. worker is not supposed to be looking at your address. They only look at your face. Mm-hmm. And if they say, well, your address is this, I want people to give us a call. It's going to be 601- nine six eight six five 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 uh one voice has a voter protection line and I can get you that information too if you make it find it on their page um, that's that's against the law so I want people to be very careful with that because I've had complaints over the years since I've been in office and I'm going to tell my poll manager that hey if we we find that you're doing that I'm gonna have to remove you immediately like out of there because you can't do that that is illegal and I want voters to be aware of they're only supposed to be looking at your picture, not your address. When you register to vote, you sign that form and say, hey, this information is accurate and true. This is where I live. This is my address. And so when you go to vote, you show your ID. That should be it. They shouldn't be questioning you about your address, even if it's different. Only only your picture. And you shouldn't gotcha. be required to remove your mask. Because we're under a mandate now. you got to wear your mask. And so when you go in there and nobody should be saying, move, take it off. No. Leave your mask on.
0: Woo, that's good information. Yes. And also, you mentioned that um, there's a need for poll workers as well, right?
1: There is a need for poll workers. We are almost to capacity, but we need Uh-oh. a few more. Uh, well, we need a few more now. We need a few more. Uh, the pandemic pay is $125. Um they are starting out. You get an extra $20 because you will have to be trained by state law to be a poll worker. You've got to have a training within the last 12 months. Uh, prior to the election Um, so what we'll be doing is giving you the basic rundown on election laws what to look for and fair warning this is a long day but guess what you're going to be chilling 6am to about 8pm depending on where you you know if your precinct is a big one but typically during a presidential election everybody is slammed, so it's not going to be in and out Um, but you're going to be comfortable you're going to have somewhere to sit uh, you're gonna be, you're not gonna be in the weather, and most importantly, you get to sit there and be noses as I tell people and see what's going on. You're gonna be working, but you get to right. see what's going on. So if you feel like it's something shady going on, or some other workers aren't doing what they're supposed to do, that's your opportunity to, you know, hey, say, hey, I think this needs to be addressed, or something's going on. Or I got a question. Don't be afraid to ask questions about what's going on, and we can say, well, they're correct or they're wrong, in customer service. Voting, voting shouldn't be hard. People shouldn't have no attitude, which I tell them that look, don't don't be hostile these people when they right. come in here vote. This should be a pleasant in and out experience. And if you don't want to do that or work with the public, then you shouldn't be here. So that's we we're looking for those call workers. Give us a call. Um we have people say, Well, I want to go here. I'm like, look now, we can't, you can't be selective <laughs> and where yeah. you go. We you know, we just we got 108 precincts from Raymond, wow. Jackson. Utica, Bolton, Edwards, Clinton, Pocahontas, Learned. Uh, most of the people that live in the rural area, they typically work in the rural area. And people in the Jackson area and Clinton area, we will try to you know, put you in those areas um, that are near to you. Okay.
0: <clears throat> Y'all have the availability, man. Y'all take advantage of that. Um, like you said, they almost at capacity. But uh, try to get in there. Get in where you fit in. Uh Big election coming up. We already know that. We spoke about that. It just uh, seemed like a lot of foolishness going on with it. What's your thoughts uh, first on uh, before I get into Biden and Kamala Harris, what's your thoughts on Kanye West, man? Are you giving him a mental therapy pass like everybody else? He he don't get
1: a pass. He don't get a complete pass. Um, But we do have to acknowledge that mental illness is real in the black community. We can't mm-hmm. just sit him in the corner and say he always been like that. Um, I, I, I'm going to blame 80% of it over mental illness. Um, but I do feel like there's a percentage that since he's, you know, he made it famous, he got money, you know, he 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 feels like that he can say and do anything. So that's not okay. The boy wasn't raised like that. His mom, you know, she was a college professor. So I think sometimes we we lose touch with with reality, and so I'm gonna give him eighty percent mental illness, twenty percent he know better than that. he'll have to take responsibility for that. When he come back down and get back regulated on his meds, he needs to reevaluate that.
0: Do you think he has the power to divide the black vote?
1: I don't, but I think his his words and social media resharing things and people and us entertaining it has 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 a small fraction to com- confuse us even more. As I said earlier, you gotta watch those resources, uh, the influence, who we listening to and how. Um so just even entertaining the conversation, I think sometimes can cause confusion among us. Like he he didn't even get all the signatures to qualify. Right. And so
0: right.
1: we shouldn't even be talking about Kanye because he ain't even an official legitimate candidate. But because of his his, his profile and who he's married to and all that, he's he's the type of conversation. So it needs to be positive media um that he's
0: perpetuating
1: instead
0: of what he's doing right yeah key to the city podcast we got the queen tony johnson in the city with us uh biden recently announced that uh kamala harris is gonna be his running mate uh i ain't gonna front uh during the democratic nominations uh i said i wasn't gonna vote for her. I wasn't necessarily going to vote for Biden either. Um, I was going to vote for Yang. I like Yang. But uh, I didn't like her track record. Uh, I don't like Biden's track record when it comes to uh, incarceration of black males and their Mm -hmm. uh, uh, votes and things with that and her record as a prosecutor. But she was doing her job, whatever the case may be. Um, But how do you feel about her? as his selection um, and do you think that people who are in favor of getting rid of Trump should just suck it up and do what they got to do and vote for the ticket
1: so I'm going to just embrace all of that um, but yeah. I'm going to start by pivoting to one of my mentors Um, I've, I've also done a lot of leadership workshops um, when it comes to poli- policy advocating so Derek Johnson the CEO of NAACP. Mm -hmm. Um, He always says in some of his lectures, we get tied up sometimes too much in political parties. The parties are your vehicles to get to where you need to go.
0: Okay.
1: So with that being said, the Democratic policies and values, they align more with me as an African-American black woman. Um, So I don't see Totally. I see Joe Biden and I see Kamala, but what I see is the Democrats in this car that are driving, they got the better car, the better warranty, the better tires than what the Republicans have. And so we 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 as black people, and I'm glad you addressed this, we we like to fall in love with candy. We wanna we want them to hold our hand. We want them to have the the picture perfect story. Yeah. We want them to have everything right, and we don't got everything right. Right. The the other side they can have the most unqualified candidate. They throw a little <laughs> paint on them, put a red tie, they stick to their message and they get and they galvanize and they ride all the way off into the sunset. We Thanks. as black folks gotta get off Kamala's past record as a prosecutor. She was doing her job. We gotta get off some of Biden's policies, but we gotta hold them accountable by saying, Hey, if you want our black vote, we need XYZ when you get in office and we're going to hold you accountable. That's how you do that. It's not about playing chess, it's about playing checkers. And I think a great, great indicator of Biden having the African-American year was back in February. Biden ended up at Tougaloo. If we do the history and work backwards, our congressman, the only Democrat that's been in office for 20-something years who's done a great job, I don't want to guess- hear people on here hollering about being and did nothing, you will have to know the legislative body of government how things work like when i run elections i'm not gonna be able to directly put a check in your hand but what i can do is make sure that your vote gonna count i can make sure more african-american people work the polls that look like us to affect those changes and so people sometimes i think want to see popcorn results and want to say well i ain't seen nothing he did well if you ride on the highway and the roads repaid; those are federal dollars, or federal money that he voted for as a congressional member to make sure they came down. If you get if you get unemployment from the CARES Act, he voted in their support on the federal level, and then it came down the pipeline. So we got to not stop trying to woo and fall in love with a candidate and figure out which party has the best vehicle to get us to where we need to go. And so yeah. Biden's coming to Mississippi; he's been at Tougaloo. And that that's a good indicator that he's having conversations with not only black leaders, but black leaders from Mississippi who can directly make some changes. So I, I want people to be aware of that and pay attention to that. Even though you may not have went to the rally, uh, it was still early in the game, we had some other contenders, with him being and mis- coming to Mississippi, that must mean he's having some conversations with Congressman Thompson, and that should be a key indicator right there, that if he's in Mississippi should be in a good place. Look at our federal judges back when Obama was in. I'm going to tie this back to the Congress. And we got Judge James Grace, who was nominated. Congressman Thompson, Barack Obama, your president's put your federal judge, Carlton Reeves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, President Obama nominated him straight out of Jackson, Mississippi. He's a federal judge. Those are lifetime appointments. So that's the vehicle that you look at. And what's happening here locally on a national level to see, okay, this is somebody that I need to look into and get in touch with these people and say, hey, we want our voices to be heard. We want to know what policy or, you know, what you're going to look at going forward or what you're going to do that comes down the pipeline um, to affect me. So that's that's my spiel on Kamala Joe Biden. I'm excited it was a black woman. Um, I knew we had an old white man. So I'm like, shoot, I'm Joe. I don't I don't need another old white man. We right, got an right. old white man in office now. I mean, what's wrong with black women being on the ticket? We we're mothers, we multitask, we we work, we run households, we do homework. We've always done the work. We just hadn't yeah. had the platform or got the acknowledgement. Um, so it's not a pass because she's a black woman. It's a pass because she's put in the work. And trust me, we're scrutinized more than men are. Like you know, when we run for office, they want to know who we dated, who our husband was, they do wow. all of that. Now, when y'all mm-hmm. run, it's like, oh.
0: Grab <laughs> him by the coochie. He got all him.
1: nice George Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so so that's my spiel on that. So like, they, they, they put us through a, a ringer more so than they do me. And so let us make it. We've done the work, we're qualified, and that's for anybody. Um, and mm-hmm. so, if people are qualified, they want to run. Let them run. And I think we, as the black community, instead of we having twenty or thirty people running for one job, let's get behind the right person, make our issues heard, and, and push them to the next level. Or if not, this time for you to come out of office.
0: Mm, Facts.
1: And we and we know better more to how to do that, and we do how to put them in there. So we <laughs> right. you know we consistently changing, so y'all know how to make it work. I think it should work for a better solution, though.
0: Man. You are so on point, Queen, and just full of so much knowledge and passion, man. Uh Wow, I could talk to you all day about this. But uh, I
1: respect your differences, though. Like I'm not gonna argue with people, and I don't on social media over if you support Yang or Elizabeth Warren or Biden. Like I said, at the end of the day, we got Biden now, and we and this is the best tool to get us to where we need to go. We know what we mm-hmm. have isn't isn't working, and I can say that because. They say election commissions are bipartisan, which we are. We run for both parties, but we can declare. When I when I run for office, I put a Democrat by my name. And so as a Democrat, I can effectively run both sides. I, I talk to Republicans just like I talk to you. I will make sure they have the respect and the same rights just like I do Democrats. But I make yeah. people know I'm, I'm a Democrat. These are my values. The policies line up with Democrats. But I'm going to give you the respect that you deserve until you don't give me the respect I deserve and then you know we just
0: <laughs> See, I need to get like you. I'd be ready to slap some. Yeah.
1: I don't be ready to slap right away. And see, that's part of that that Malcolm X patience, that movement. You gotta be yeah, suffering. Yeah, yeah. it, it is it's a method to it, and I'm gonna be honest, I didn't get like this overnight. Like I said, I fought in high school because I was like, well, We ain't gonna talk about it, we're gonna just handle this. Um, right. but it's growth, maturity. Um, looking at the long goal, and then, like I said, I have a, a, a fourth grader. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to, they Fact. watch whether they Fact. say there or not. So it just, that patience come with it.
0: Fact. Uh What he saying? As soon as Biden announced his running made the media had all kinds of negative history to bring forward. They did. Calling her hoes and everything. She slept uh, away. Oh, like, Really?
1: Come on. Really? Really? Man, you got daughters and nieces and cousins out here, and how would y'all feel if they talking about your folks like this? Right. Um, but ain't no, there's no respect. They've gone too far. The racism mm. at an all-time high. So I mean, we can't be continued to be divided among us. We, we gotta stick together. You might not like us. We just gotta get their respect and keep it pushing. Right.
0: Last question for you. Uh, I don't have you damn near an hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you see yourself running for a high office?
1: So the politically politically correct answer is um, I'm an election commissioner. My constituents elected me to be that. Right now, I'm going to be the best election commissioner that I can be. Um, And I can't speculate on that. However, if God has a better plan or the universe has a better plan for me, uh, I'm going to walk in my calling. So I'll I'll put it at that.
0: Amen. And how can my audience follow you, find out more information about voting, what's the best links?
1: Uh, best so, best thing for me, Facebook is Tony Johnson. We do have a Hines County Election Commission uh, Facebook page. My Instagram is Pride, but if you request me, because I do work in other avenues, and you know you have some trolls sometimes, but I don't mind sharing information. Is Policy and Pumps. That's uh-huh. Twitter as well. Um, y'all can call me directly at the office 601 968 6555 or shoot me a text message seven six nine. 257 um, all of our sample ballots of who will be on the ballot this time, your polling location, Hines County website, click on the election commission, uh, our meeting agendas, our meeting dates that are open to the public, those are listed as well. So come come highlight us. Or you can join by phone during COVID. So you ain't gotta come down and hear what's going on.
0: Y'all hear that, Ken folks? Y'all reach out. Um, any final words that we need to know. Anything we need to
1: vote, uh like our life dependent on it. Don't don't say your vote don't count, it will count. I want people if they haven't voted in a while, don't be shamed. You ain't gotta mm. tell nobody. Call us, make sure that you're still active on the roads and know where your polling location is. It's very important. Don't wait until election day or right before and say, I don't right. remember where I vote, I don't know if I'm still using my grandmama address or did I No it. Okay. No excuses. Call us now to make mm-hmm. sure that you're an active voter. If you hadn't registered, register. If you you got purged for not voting, re-register. Get all of that straight. Get an election day plan uh, before election. Don't wait till the last minute. If you have any problems, give us a holler. But be patient and be persistent, man. Like y'all stand in line for Jordan sometime, or you know, I send my lawn for certain sales. Just gotta mm-hmm. be patient. It's free, really it don't cost nothing. Yeah, just vote.
0: Let's go get it, people. Um, y'all go out, support this queen, support yourselves by voting. Let's make some change out here. Uh, and let's do it big, man. It's election season and continue on because the generations behind us are watching. And uh, nine times out of ten, they're going to follow in our footsteps. So That's let's it. do the right thing this season. Uh, I want to thank everybody that tuned in. And uh that was tuned in to my guest, the Hines County Election Commissioner for District Two, the Queen Tony Johnson. I just want you to know that I applaud you, I support you, uh, I thank you for the confidence, the courage, the uh, the don't give a damnness that you present <laughs> to get the job but done. But I do
1: give, I give a lot of.
0: <laughs> I know, but you're not gonna take no for an answer when wow. it's something you're trying to accomplish. Is what I mean, so we appreciate that. Anything the key to the city can do to help push your initiatives or anything, you just reach out. I'm an inbox or phone call away. And uh, I want
1: to invite you down uh, before the election to do yeah. a walkthrough of our office. If you would, okay. you would mask up, it can be on a Saturday. Um, we have some of our training for our poll workers starting next week. Um, sometimes people think voting is scary before the pandemic I did a lot of mock lectures myself that we went into the schools took the machines and showed them how to use them I would love for you to come out bring your equipment um, give a first hand insight on how the machines look and come back and share the people go live so they say look this is what it is no need to mm-hmm. be intimidated and, and let people know man ahead of time we do we study for tests we study for the bar exam we, we practice driving this practice how to vote
0: right I would do that. I'm. I'm gonna definitely reach out. Let's set something up. Okay. That'll be awesome. Yes, sir. Thank you so much again. Key to the City podcast. Me. This was episode 20. Black votes matter with the Queen Tony Johnson. I appreciate everybody that joined us. We'll see y'all next week. Oh no, we'll see y'all Friday. I got a uh, Mike Espy in the building. Okay.
1: So, uh, I'm oh, trying see. to do a beat
0: right here. So, uh, black votes
1: matter, black, black elected officials matter. I heard that's right.
0: You heard (laughs) So peace, love and blessings to everybody. I love y'all. We out. Thank you, Queen.